Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another 5-Minute Friday here on the Farm Traveler Podcast. It's been a while since we've done, you know, a normal podcast episode like one of these. And, of course, we feature this in our 5-Minute Friday newsletter, which if you want to sign up for that, head to the description below, and you can sign up for that newsletter. Basically, I just kind of give you a quick little rundown of what's happening in the world of Farm Traveler, some cool things that I'm reading or watching, and, of course anything interesting going on in the agriculture and food space. And today is a really, really interesting one. So we have talked about lab-grown meat quite a bit on the show. We've had a bunch of people on from different podcasts um, that also cover lab-grown meat and what that is. So basically, you know, um, let's talk about chicken, for example. You take a cell out of a chicken, like a muscle cell, and then you grow it in a Petri dish, and you basically put it in a fermenter, I believe, and you grow it until it resembles meat. So it's real meat without having to process the animal. Um, Still in the early phases of it, I believe that they just um, made it legal to, or wait, I believe the FDA, yeah, in 2022, they allowed, the FDA said that lab-grown chicken is safe for consumption, so that's great. Um, But in today's story, a very interesting development from a new company called Vow. So they are another lab-grown meat company, but they have done something extremely interesting. They have developed a meatball that has been created using mammoth meat, like woolly mammoth meat, the old, ancient, like furry elephant mammoth, which is absolutely wild. So I'm going to link the um, article below the description of this episode. But basically, they combined um, some proteins that they found from some frozen mammoth meat. And then they combined it 
with African elephant DNA to help kind of, you know, I, I mean, reading off the article is really interesting because they didn't have all of the key components that they needed to actually produce this. So they had to combine it with elephant, um, with elephant genes. And then they inserted that combination of mammoth and elephant genes into sheep cells. And then they let it grow until it was the size of a meatball. That sentence is just absolutely wild to say. Combining mammoth meat with elephant, or mammoth DNA with elephant DNA and sheep DNA into a meatball. And it's really interesting. In the article, they say, um, yeah, this isn't for consumption yet because this protein hasn't existed for 5,000 years. So we don't really know if it's safe, but we just wanted to do it to say that we could do it. So I think that's really neat. Obviously, it's a little bit wild. And it's also really cool because, so Allie and I just moved up to DC for a while. And we went to the National, uh, no, what was it? It was the National History Smithsonian, I believe. And they had a little bit of mammoth meat that scientists recovered. It was like actual legitimate mammoth meat. And I was like, that's interesting. You don't see that very much at all. And then like a week later, scientists have developed a meatball made from mammoth meat. So that's wild. I think in the next like five or 10 years, all this lab-grown meat stuff is going to get more and more interesting. I mean, it's legitimate animal meat without the, you know, having to process live animals. But it's kind of weird because in the early phases now, the animals, I mean, and please, like anybody correct me if I'm wrong, but the animals that they are getting this DNA from, they still have to process. Um, Not sure how that works out. Again, need to do some more research. But yeah, I think that's wild. And I think more and more people slowly are going to learn about this and how the overall process works. I mean, everything that I've heard, it sounds um, just like meat when you grill it. It tastes just like meat when you eat it. And it looks and smells just like meat. So, I mean, obviously, if it's, it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. So it looks like this is this is meat and this might be the future. So again, check out the link below to read that full article on mammoth meat. Again, this episode's wild. A lot of sentences and words together that I never thought I would combine. <laughs> Um, so again, a lot of really cool stuff coming here on Farm Traveler Podcast. I am working with a cidery that I actually met over on Twitter. Um, they have a cidery, and I'm working on getting some ciders, and we're going to do a virtual taste test um, during the actual interview. So that'll be super fun. That's going to be, I believe, in like April 25th is when we're actually doing the interview. So that'll be super fun. Um, lady's name is Chris, and she said that they have a plum wine that tastes just like an old fashioned. So I was like, yes, please. Absolutely. That sounds delicious. So that'll be coming in the next couple of weeks. And of course, more episodes. So thanks so much for listening. If you want to, you know, really impress your friends and family about cool stuff happening in the world of agriculture and food, uh, maybe send them this episode so that they can see that, you know, mammoth meat might be a thing in the future. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.